You're listening to Crip Podcast. For show notes, comments, and other links, please visit crip.io. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, and we're back. And it's been how long? Yeah, I think it's been five months, actually, and it's crazy. <laughs> That's, dude, wow, that's that's incredible. Like, time really, really flies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we a haven't lot of forget things Chris. Been going on lately uh, in both our lives. Yeah, I sure. Um, Johnny, uh, could you give us a, an update? What what have you been doing? Yeah, well, um, let me just start off that this podcast isn't going to have any uh, agenda. Um, I thought we agreed on that because uh, we actually thought that we would like to just give a give you guys a, a recap on what has happened the last five months in our lives and um yeah and what the plans are for crip in the future maybe um we'll just elaborate on that maybe uh, through the podcast mm-hmm. um but yeah anyway um my life has actually yeah how can you say it, it it's been a fun ride we started off back there in february with uh, i started working for via play together with Symbio um, to um, to build a new sort of self-service help center for VIA Play. And it's been pretty fun. It's built on uh, on WordPress on uh, with together with uh, with Sendesk actually. So yeah. Sendesk is a uh, a platform that that uh, maintains um, tickets and uh, chat, but they also can uh they can also store some sort of um uh knowledge base um but the knowledge base uh, f- service wasn't actually enough for via play so we had to um took out to take out the parts from the from their api uh that we wanted and we built that with wordpress but yeah it's um yeah, it's been fun. Um, so, what was your? We were a front-end developer in that project, or I actually was some sort of full-stack developer on that project because okay. I took responsibility for design, obviously, um, together with the UX team at Via Play. Um, but I also picked up a lot of back-end work at uh, on WordPress, which was actually fun, uh, even yeah. though I I worked together with a a very uh, very good colleague to mine, Tobias. Um, so it's been actually fun to work with him. That's interesting. So, like, how did you pick up uh, the backend stuff? Did you pair up with Tobias, or how did that work? Yeah, sure. So Tobias um, teach me a lot, a lot of stuff. But you, um, yeah, I think it was also because I wasn't actually the one providing the design for Via Play. So my role wasn't actually the designer for the project um, mm-hmm. so I could actually focus on functionality stuff and uh, f- functional programming and and yeah lay my focus on that part which was uh, a great experience for me um, because I'm, I'm always the one the dude that always uh, tries to elaborate new uh, design things in the project and and uh, take on the uh, the front end stuff but it was actually awesome to actually um be able to take on the 
the challenge of back and work as well. But you, you guys have wrapped that up now. Are you, are you done, or, or will there be a stage two? Or I can't actually uh, reveal that yet. <laughs> okay, but gotcha. uh, but we'll see. Yeah, hopefully yeah. soon. That sounds fun, man. Uh, it's always good when when you get to do a lot of different stuff and uh, wear many hats, so to speak. Yeah, um, totally. It sort of triggers the passion a little bit uh, more. Uh, I would say um, that's cool. Yeah. Well, so what? Uh, yeah. What? What else? I mean, private life. Yeah, uh, health private wise. life. We were actually going to get to that, um, <laughs> but I. It's pretty hard to, to begin with, but uh, it's. Um, I've actually finally met someone. Uh, I know she's the one, um, but uh, her name is Dilken, and I think a lot of you guys that are listening to this podcast has has seen uh, that uh, I've actually met someone. Um, but Ilken is the most wonderful and smart person I've ever met. Um, because amazing, Yeah, I know. And I think it's hard to um, to emphasize, but it's when you have met someone that just gets you and understands you and already from the first day completes you... Um, yeah, it's. So how did you guys? How did you guys meet? Like, what happened? Yeah, we'll 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 just say it's on uh, an app that's pretty. Uh, yeah, you know that's mainstream. so that's so common these days. You know, like a few years ago, I felt that it was a little bit you you would feel a little bit ashamed telling you that you met someone through an app. Because yeah, it's, it's sort of like an awkward way of meeting someone uh, instead of meeting like IRL. Uh, but it seems to be much more accepted now. And uh, that's what people do. I feel that it's, it's very common here in New York as well. A lot of people are, you know, on Tinder and OkCupid and all those apps. And uh, they're meeting up there. They're meeting friends. They're meeting partners. Uh, you know, uh, whatever you like. And, and I think it's a great way to meet new people, actually. Yeah, sure. I, I don't think it's actually the process of meeting new people on the application per itself, but I think it's the um, the thing that the applications uh, like Tinder and other applications are pretty shallow and that they are a pretty biased application when it comes to love. Um, so I think that's... that's There's a lot of biases. Um, of course. Yeah, when it comes to uh, meeting people on, for instance, Tinder. Um, but we did it. So I think it's, um, uh, she had me at hello. Yeah, oh, wow. So, Johnny, mm -hmm. could, you tell, could you tell us, like, how did you guys meet and what happened? What did you do on the first date? Well, our first date was actually pretty awesome. Um, we went on a, um, on a lunch at Voideville in central Stockholm. Um, yeah, that's at Kungsta Gordon, right? Yeah, I think so. Around the TDIF, uh, TDI Fridays. Um, but anyway, I remember that uh, I was pretty nervous meeting her. Uh, of course, you're nervous on your first date. But anyway, so um, I remember seeing her at the um, uh, from distance, and I tried to uh, meet up with her halfway. Um, and when I tried to hug her, I, I remember that I um, 
I went into her leg with my wheelchair um, oh. by, by diversity. Um, and and uh, and keep in mind, people, that this is a power wheelchair. It's not yeah, a exactly. man. It's a really heavy one. It's like a panzer rank. <laughs> right? Don't emphasize it now. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, well, that made me pre- extra nervous uh, during the day because I thought I had fucked it up by actually ruining it on the first hug. Um, but the, the one, the date went great, and uh, we actually—I remember that when she said that she wanted to hold my hand, I—I I just stopped, uh, and we, yeah. We had a great lunch, and then we sat down at a at a bench outside, and we sat and talked, and we uh, cuddled a little bit, and uh, and she kissed me. Um, kissed on the first date, dude. Yeah, kissed on the first date, and she actually took the the commando, uh, which was actually awesome. No, oh, she, um, she took control over your power wheelchair? Yeah, no. that also. Uh, <laughs> I can't even control my wheelchair anymore because she wants to do it. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so how do you guys do it? Did, did she, does she sit on your lap and like control yeah, the wheelchair? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool, man. Which, uh, yeah, uh, which is awesome. You have great rides, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so now you have to tell all the girls that are hitting on you, sorry, ladies, this seat is taken. Well, I don't actually have to do that because uh, Dilken is the one, and I feel that because Dilken uh, actually showed up in my life when I was stuck. And uh, sorry, uh, I lost. Uh, You're speechless, dude. You're in yeah, love. I'm actually pretty speechless. But that's that's great, man. I mean, she she showed up in your life when you needed it the most. Uh, she came there and and just took your breath away. Uh, that's amazing. And I've, actually, that's not something that I've noticed with you is that you're a lot happier these days. And, and you know, you're so confident. Uh, you're so, I mean, she has really made an impact on your life. Uh, not only emotionally, but, you know, in general, uh, I feel that you're so positive. Not, not that you were not that like before, uh, but you're even more so now. Yeah, but but I was was what I was trying to say was that before I met her, I was pretty lost and yeah. I was just wandering through life um, as I was feeling it. Um, but she actually, she, I, I actually say that she fixed me. Um, she rescued me for myself, and she stood next to me when everyone else was running away. Um, so. It's it's hard to actually express how that can be a depth that I can never repay her, but I will try to do it as much as I can because, um, yeah, well, you know, she didn't actually reach down to try to pull me up from the hole I was in. Um, she actually climbed down and sat right next to me till I was ready to leave. Um, I usually say that to her. Um, and she showed me that no matter what, how hard it rained, uh, we could always move past the pain. Um, and she she restored my hope for the world and pulled me back from the edge of the cliff. Um, and she made me smile like I've never smiled before. And 
I'm, I'm pretty. I'm getting pretty emotional here, but yeah, that's uh, great, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's great to hear your emotional side. So you guys have been you guys have been together now for a while. Yeah. Um, and you know, going strong, uh, making plans for the future. Yeah, hopefully. Um, um, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, it's just that uh, she's away in uh, on her summer summer house uh, with the family right now. So mm-hmm. the. Uh, the longing and missing her is pretty tense right now, so, yeah. But, you know, you have Skype, you have, you can video yeah. chat her and, and, you know, call her, text her, keep in touch. Yeah. We all know that nothing is stronger than love. Uh, it's great. Great to hear, man. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. no, I'm not just going to sit and talk about me, so how about your life, Victor? Yeah, so me, my life has been kind of hectic lately. So, for a couple of months ago, uh, I actually uh, switched switched jobs. Mm-hmm. So I have a new job here in New York. I managed to do that on my on my existing visa. Uh, so I'm now working at a startup company called Axial. Uh, you can think of it as a platform similar to LinkedIn. Uh, but for small and mid-sized companies where they can uh, send deals, send opportunities to each other, um, acquire each other, uh, you know, buy, uh, do buyouts. Um, mm. And it's really a good uh, platform to connect business owners. Uh, they've been around now for, for a few years, uh, but are still considered a startup. Um, but I really thought that the idea was so cool, uh, and I went for a couple of interviews and I, you know, I instantly felt that, wow, this is a company I could really, you know, consider working for. The environment here is great. Um, the engineering, um, side of things, the engineering department is not that big. It's Mm -hmm. about 10 or so engineers, uh, which is kind of good for me because I like you know, smaller teams uh, where everybody sits together and I can work as a, you know, embedded tester rather than yeah. uh, sitting somewhere else or offshore or, you know, be that little event at the end of the development life cycle. Here I'm actually integrated, uh, which is great. So I really like that. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a more... In the startup world, as you might know, it's yeah. it's a little bit more relaxed. The environment is a little bit more relaxed, and uh, that's even though we are a financial firm, you could say, yeah. uh, it's still you know we don't have any specific dress code. Uh, you could come as you are. Uh, we uh, you know as long as you deliver and you know work hard for the company, they they will uh, they will have your back. Uh, and mm-hmm. they will provide you with everything you need. Uh, and, you know, they have, you know, very nice benefits. And I f- just feel really, really happy right now working for this company. Um, so I've been there for two months. So I'm, you know, very new, obviously, still. Uh, but it feels great, you know. But do you agree that there are a lot of biases uh, all about the, the startup world, that it's too messy and too relaxed, it, that you cannot take any startups seriously? No, I mean, of yeah, course well, you can take startup. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess definitely see that people are questioning that a little bit. Hey, guys, you're too relaxed. Uh, where's the productivity? I mean, at at first, when when a startup is really young, 
and everybody wears like 10 different hats uh, yeah, sure. in order to, you know, kickstart everything. I believe that, you know, a startup can be like extremely productive. But then after a couple of years or so, you might end up there uh, somewhere in the middle, uh, you know, mm-hmm. when you're not as productive as before per per employee, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and the relaxed sort of like startup uh, shill uh, kind of vibe had, has taken over too much. I mean, you you can um, end up risking uh, ending up in that like pit hole. Yeah. Um, but I, I really don't feel that with this company and I didn't feel that with the startup company I was working for back in Sweden. Uh, but I can definitely see that some startup companies are there and it's very risky and it's hard to get out of that hole. Um, and yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I think it's easier to actually go from a, a big corporation to a startup company rather than the other way around. Um, because I know that working for Symbio, I can actually see when another company um, is too messy or unserious about their business. Yeah. Um, because I, I really love the way that we work at Symbio because, you know, the, the agile way of, of software testing and software development. Um, and just, well, I think that the Scrum is a must when it comes to development and testing. So yeah. when it comes to startup, I feel that sometimes it gets to, yeah, play more play than work. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, over here in the states, we work late hours, man. Yeah, we stay well, at- it doesn't mean that you work late hours. It just means that you that you um, um, use the best of the the work time that you have there. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's it's always hard. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, so it's talking about Symbio. Uh, so I was in Stockholm two weeks ago, yeah, uh, and actually visiting visited you guys uh, and saw the new office for the first time. Yeah, uh, the new moved. office at Epicenter. Yeah, it's called Epicenter. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it was really cool to see that man. How, yeah, how, we finally how actually we like got office? our own space. Uh, space. Yeah. So, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Before we were at this office hotel. Yeah. Um, this is more like a real office space for for Symbio, which is great. Um, so, how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, well, it's actually nice that we can have our own space and our own kitchen, and not having any lawyers or sellers <laughs> around uh, around our office speaking in their phone. Um, There's also so many cool companies in yeah. that building complex, uh, really like nice. Ticktail. Uh, I know that Swedish YouTubers Splay are there as well. Orbit, Orbit uh, yeah. Star yeah, Stable. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, do you network a lot with those guys? Yeah. Well, actually, we had a uh, summer party last Wednesday. Um, mm. So, there's a lot of ways to to yeah connect with people around the house um, because Epicenter is always throwing afterworks and uh, parties and so yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome place to work because you have your own space. But if you, if you want to uh, get to know other people uh, from other companies, there's always uh, room to do that. That is amazing. Uh, that is great. And and you know, uh, obviously, you could find future business partners there. 
Yeah, obviously. It's, yeah. It's really cool. And and they I think they like they are also hosting a lot of events, right? They're hosting a lot of meetups. Yeah, well actually the latest event that they held was between Ticktail and um Stripe, which is actually opening up in Sweden. Oh yeah. Uh, you mean you know the um yeah. Like uh they're like PayPal PayPal and um yeah. What makes them different from PayPal? Yeah, well, nothing actually. It's just a startup that that started to um, to build a uh, a simple API for um, for e-commerce sites. And uh, how should I explain it? Is that uh, it's payments infrastructure for the internet? That's how they say it, and they they have a uh, awesome API on how you can take payments online. Um, yeah. So I think Ticktail and Stripe was actually going to to collaborate. So yeah. Gotcha. That's great, man. No, I uh, th- that's... also held a lot of events there, and yeah. Yeah. Are Symbio planning to host any anything any meetup? Yeah, we did it a couple of months back because uh, Jacob, you know, our CEO, he, he held a. Uh, a uh, a speaking uh, during lunch. Yeah. Oh, how's that? I I I missed it unfortunately, but oh snap! Yeah, but you, like you hear, did you hear back from them? Was it successful? How was the you know? Were there a lot of people there? Yeah, I think yeah. there there was pretty much people there. Pretty um, yeah, yeah. I think it was a lot of people there, and uh, it was much appreciated. So yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, so uh well back back to me then. I mean yeah. I've so I've I've um I've actually realized that today is my one year anniversary in New York City. Is it in, in America? Yeah, 29th oh. of June 2014. I landed here. It was um 9 p.m. or so local time. And you know, I remember being so nervous, jumping into cab yeah. um, on my way to Manhattan. You know, uh, wow! It was, you know, I remember the whole day, that whole day one year ago. Uh, I remember I couldn't sleep the, yeah. the the night before. I, you know, I had a hard time sleeping. I was staying at my parents' place because they were uh, giving me a ride to the airport. Uh, in Stockholm, so I was staying overnight there, uh, and you know, I remember being so nervous, and you know, it was um, it was insane. Uh, really, I was. I mean, it's it's been yeah. one year. It's uh, it's crazy, and it, uh, it's too bad I'm not there and having a beer with you. Um, yeah. I would love it because uh, it's crazy. Has it actually been one year already? One year in the USA, yeah. So you're actually going to Prague uh, soon, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that yet, but probably. Because I remember Uh, that you went to New York and two, three weeks in, right? Then you had to go back to Prague. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, right. Um, Yeah, of last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was in New York for, for one month. Yeah. Uh, before going back to Europe for for a week, because I had this tournament in Prague, 
Um, but I actually had a stop in Stockholm before that and spent mm-hmm. a couple of nights in Stockholm uh, before hitting the tournament in Prague with my Wiltshire floorball team. Uh, so that was uh, that was cool coming back. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I had only been there for, I had, had only been in the U.S. for a month. So I still kind of felt like a tourist uh, in a way. But now, one year later, I feel just more like and more like a, not not a tourist anymore. Feel more and more like a New Yorker. You know, I, I can manage around. I know where to go. I know where to eat. I know where to, I know which rooftop bars are good, uh, which concert venues you should go to, which parks you should hang in. You know, it's, so you'll learn a lot about the city, but it takes a lifetime to explore the city, man. It is yeah, so yeah, big and so all, diverse. All of it, right? No, you can't have it. You can't have it all. It's no, uh, no, no. You actually haven't seen all of it. No, 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 no. Gosh, no, no, no. There's so much to explore yet. You know, yeah. I'm just taking one thing off, one after another. You know, do you have some sort of list? This, on... Yeah, I sort of kept. I sort of started on a list actually when I first <laughs> got here. I haven't updated in it. Updated it in a while but i should do that yeah the only thing that i would like is that you could sometimes blog about it on uh, maybe accessible places for wheelchairs and stuff like that yeah for that i should do actually uh i have i have an abstract i actually have a draft of a blog post uh i should share that with you um i started to write that months ago actually but it's been in my draft for so long Mm. um so i really want to Rebramp the blog and you know uh, post more things. Uh, so yeah, hopefully I can do that. No, but it's been it, it's been a year and and you know it's been a very eventful year uh, to say the least. I couldn't you know imagine uh, how this would have been. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, it was so hard to predict what this year would have looked like. But you know, obviously, a uh, big thing for me was. Coming here, joining a basketball team, uh, played a few games, um, played the Garden, the Madison Square Garden with that team. Uh, that was just an amazing experience. Uh, also, meeting so many people here uh, from all over the world, uh, meeting so many new friends, uh, friends for life. Um, and I've been to, well, obviously I'm a huge music geek. So I've been to so many shows uh, in so many different venues and it's been, it's been great. I've also managed to travel around quite a bit, mostly here on the East Coast, but yeah. I've been to, you know, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia. I went to Miami not too long ago. That was, that was really nice. That was awesome. Yeah. But you know, I'm a quite a, like a soccer for history. I like American history. You do. There's a lot of he- <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of history here on the East Coast, which is great for me. A lot of great sites to visit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have a half a year left here. Um, and and in the autumn, uh, I'll try to go to the West Coast. I really want to experience that. Mm-hmm. Try to take a week or so off and and just go there and um, do LA, do San Francisco, maybe San Diego. I uh, really want to do Vegas as well. Uh, wow, dude, there's so much I want to do still. But despite uh, from all the experiences, have you been able to measure your 
progress in any way because I know that you you moved to the states to actually work there and not being a tourist yeah. for for yeah, one yeah. year. So have you actually true, felt true. that you've been you a better developer? You know, see what. You can do the both. Uh, that's really what I've been doing lately. Yeah, and... well, I was just meaning that. Have you? Are you feeling that you've become a better tester, or a or a leader, or uh, or a developer in that case? I definitely, I have definitely uh, grown in my profession as a software tester, uh, or as an engineer in 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 the IT industry in general. Um, you know, I've seen. Big media companies. I worked at Viacom for six months. Uh, I've been in the financial business, big corporation, McKinsey Company, uh, for a few months. So I've seen, you know, the financial side of things here in New York and the media side of things. Two very, very big businesses. Mm -hmm. I've seen all kinds of, you know, company structures. Um, I met all kinds of personalities. Um, I've learned how to tackle different personalities. Uh, I've learned how to, uh, you know, get the information I need to proceed to the next level. Um, I feel like I try to learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, obviously I've developed on, 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 on the technical side of things as well. I've developed my technical skills when it comes to automation when it comes to test management in general, but uh, even more so on a personal level, um, how do you, uh, m you know, how do you push yourself to, to, to take it one step further? How do you push yourself to, to take new initiatives and, and to, to move a project forward, uh, to really be efficient in your work? Um, you know, I learned quite a bit. It's it's hard to put words on it, yeah. uh, but I feel that I've definitely developed uh, both in my profession and uh, on a personal level. Yeah. Um, and um, I've also, you know, got a little bit of like American mentality, I guess. You know, it's it's a little bit more um, extroverted here. Uh, people are speaking up uh, a lot more. Um, and, um, you know, they take place, they take, you know, uh, they, uh, they like to be out there and, and really say that, you know, Hey guys, I'm here. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, I definitely got some of that energy now. Mm. Uh, I just need to learn on like how to deal with it and how to manage it in a good way. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, I I also have discovered that over here, uh, if you well, you're always hanging on a on a thread. Basically, you never know what will happen tomorrow. Yeah. Back in Sweden, we 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 have this safety net, right? We have the safety net that you know, uh, if if something happens to me, uh, I will be heavily backed up, uh, or I will have you know. Three months of notice, or if I become sick, uh, I would still be able to stay for the comp at the company for yeah. for a long time, and they will support me. Or you know, I want to take a, a six months trip to Africa. 
you know, we'll probably be able to do that and still come back to your work after that. Yeah. Uh, over here in the States, it, it's not really like that. Uh, so, but also, uh, the opportunities here are in general greater. Yeah. So if you really, really want to make it, um, this is a good place to be. Exactly. But I, but I remember that you, when you started out in in New York, that you actually became so stressed, so you actually got a rash. Um, so do you feel that you've been able to manage the stressful environment of New York better than you did at the beginning? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, coming to New York, it was it was a it was a shock for me at first. Yeah. Uh, because they would expect so much from you. Uh, they would expect you to work long hours. They would you expect you to be delivering, you know, 100%, 110% every day. And if you did that, uh, they would add more things on your plate. So there would never be like a limit for you. Uh, and that was sort of what happened is that I, you know, tried to meet the expectations all the time. Yeah. Uh, but they were like sort of just pushing them. Um, and that's actually one thing I've learned, uh, being here, um, to push back when it gets too much, you yeah. know, when, when you have too mu- much stuff on your plate, uh, you need to flag for it. Hey guys, uh, I need to push back here. I will not be able to do this project or that uh, task. I will not be able to do that now uh, because I already have too much on my plate. If you do that uh, and you manage to um, set the expectations yeah. right from this from scratch, you will be fine here in New York. Yeah. You will do great. Uh, and uh, I didn't do that at first. That's why I got a little bit, you know, stressed out. I really wanted to impress people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I sort of just ended up hurting myself a yeah. little bit, yes. Um, so, yeah, there was a, sh- in, for a short while there, I actually considered going back to Stockholm. I actually considered giving up. Yeah. Uh, I felt that uh, I, I can't handle this. I can't, I, I can't handle this mentality. No. Uh, this is not me. Um, I don't, you know, but, but. Things happened. Things changed. Uh, I got good mentorship from from my leaders, and 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 you know, I got I got some support, uh, and I rethought about things and and started to to actually set my set the expectations uh, on on a right comfortable level for me. Yeah. Um, and started to push back when it got too much, and I started to feel so much better doing so. Um, and I felt also that I had time after work to do fun stuff, yeah. which made my life even more entertaining. And I met a lot more people. Uh, and I started to exercise a little bit more, started to go to the gym more, more often. And it sort of gave me a lot more energy. Um, and I was happy again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's strange how things turn out. But I'm glad I didn't give up, if I say so. Yeah, uh, I can totally um, understand. But do you think there's something that you've learned from your experience in New York that you will bring back to your professional work here in Sweden that you know will help you? 
Is it that yeah, being well, more stress uh, talent? Uh, t- uh, oh my, yeah, my stress tolerance level yeah. has gone up a lot. Yeah, but um, I'll uh, you know I'll be ha- able to handle stress. Yeah, but I think better. is there something? Yeah, stress is always good to have, uh, to be tolerant. But I think is there something uh, on a leadership level or a communication level that you can bring back that the, that the, that the Americans use in their daily work that you feel that we don't yeah. often use here in Sweden. Um so one thing I've noticed in America is that you know you're working as a team. Yeah. Uh and team spirit is a very, very important thing. Uh you would usually have these, you know, weekly announcement announcements at office. It would be the CEO, he would be he or she will be saying something and um You will have some other presentations, um, and people, you know, whenever there is an announcement or whenever there is like, you know, good news, people would shout and you know, scream, shout, uh, clap their hands. Yeah, damn, we're good. Damn, we're awesome. Or if you close a deal, for instance, with another company, yeah. or or you know, uh, you're showing good numbers. People will send out email, hashtagging, you know, we're the greatest team or, you know, whatever. Uh, and you really get that positive attitude uh, that, hey, we can achieve anything. Uh, and it's it's not re- like, I think that is something that I will bring back is that uh, the, the energy here at uh, the, that people bring into the company, companies is a lot more... Uh, there's a lot more energy, so to speak, and and uh, there's a lot more like team feeling, and you know I can feel that in Sweden, for for instance, uh, people would be a little bit afraid of shouting out, "Hell yeah, we're doing great here," you know, uh, but they do that here, and it feels good. Yeah, but I think it's coming over to Sweden because we have Urban next to us and they're actually having the same spirit when they're actually yeah. closing a deal. Uh, so, it's pretty so fun to see, actually. You're hearing that? Um, you're hearing whenever there's a new deal that they have closed? You, you can hear they're they are sharing, clapping their hands, stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but that's that's definitely something I I, I really, you know, I really want to bring back. Um, That's awesome. Also, yeah, also I've learned a, learned a lot about uh, you know marketing, self promotion, uh, being out at different events, um, and not really be like being afraid of doing anything. I mean, if you want to do a keynote at at a big conference, just apply for it. Don't be afraid. Don't underestimate yourself. No. You know. Uh, Americans usually don't. They're really good at you know pushing themselves, uh, telling themselves that hey, I can do anything. Um, if I you know I want to apply for this like le- leadership position, I should, even though I'm like severely un- unexperienced. <laughs> uh, you know they, they're pushing themselves like that, and I think that I will try to take some of that mentality uh, with me back. To, back home to Stockholm when it's time to to, to go back um, and also you know I've, I've learned a lot more about 
technologies, especially like in 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 test automation, and and uh, I learned a lot about JavaScript, a lot about Python. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so front end UI automation as well as back end uh, automation, and and uh, it's really like something that I missed a little bit. I, I was not bad at it. At, you know, when I was working in Sweden, I was doing some automation, and you know, I was yeah. building test labs. Uh, but I've taken it to a new level now, uh, and I've also realized the importance of pairing up with developers, pairing up uh, with uh, with people that can help me to learn, with people I can build stuff together with. Yeah, uh, it really brings so much more value. So I'll probably like try to do that when I get back. Uh, I'll definitely, you know, utilize my communication skills to be able to to pair up with more folks uh, and uh, and uh, strive to the next level. And and um, I'll learn a lot about you know so- software testing, like biases in software testing, especially mm-hmm. uh, the psychology of software testing. Really, um, there is a you know I can bring up a really, really fundamental ex, uh, example here. There's something called the confirmation bias. Confirmation and that is, bias. yeah, confirmation bias. Okay. And that is when you're finding a, um, a bug or what, something that you think is a problem when you're discovering that in a piece of software and you're telling the developer or project manager or whatever that, hey, there's a bug he or she uh, would go, no, there isn't. You shall not um, try to, you know, investigate in this uh-huh. uh, because it's, it's bug-free. Uh, <laughs> focus on this other area instead. But the thing is that, like, you can be so affected by that confirmation bias that you, you know, leave that specific issue or mm-hmm. potential issue behind and just walk away and do the next. Instead of, like, questioning, huh? Really? And, you know, actually try to, to, to see if there's really a problem here. Um, so I, I guess I like all people have biases. We will yeah. always have them. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll try, I've sort of learned how to control some, some of them a little bit better, I would say. And that's definitely a takeaway, definitely a learning. And why have I been, you know, starting to think like this? Well, that's because I've been networking and chatting with a lot of much more experienced testers uh, and, and, you know, engineers in general and, and folks in the IT industry. And they've sort of helped me open up my eyes a little bit more and see things from different perspectives, yeah. see things with a, you know, a creative, critical uh technical and and uh you know also uh, pr- uh, uh product uh, productive mindset um and uh i'm very thankful for that i've yeah. learned so much yeah it's actually the same for me because um uh i've actually felt that during these 5 months i've actually grown as a developer myself, and uh, mm. it's hard actually to actually grip what it is that has made us better developers. But I totally agree with what you're saying on that. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I, I think it's so cool, Yanni. I'm, I, you, 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 right now, I'm just thinking back, you know, to the time when, when we met um, at that barbecue party. Mm-hmm, yeah. So many years ago, you know, I found out that you were in IT or you were freelancing in IT. And I had just started out. Yeah. I think I was still a, like a trainee at Sugeti Sweden. Have you, have um, you already started at Sugeti? Yeah, maybe. The, well, the, maybe I was in school. I no, don't remember. No, no, I think you were actually at Vagverket, but I don't know. Oh yeah, that was, that was actually before my professional like IT career. Yeah, well, uh, I'm still uh, thankful for what you for what you did for me uh, at Symbio. So uh, we've actually um, helped each other. So yeah, I I, I guess so. I mean, uh, but. It, you know, I I really wanted you as a colleague, uh, but I was a little bit afraid that you sort of didn't want to go corp. You did it. You didn't want to, you know, join a company. You wanted to keep doing what you were doing yeah. with the freelancing stuff. So I was a little bit afraid of that. Uh, but you know, it turned out so good, and you're still in at Symbio Sweden now, making great progress. Yeah. Um, and it really feels that it's a good place for you to be. I mean, as long as you surround yourself with good, inspiring people, it's a win for you, mm. really. And, um, yeah, I'm just glad I met so many cool people lately. And, and you know, I, I, I wish I, I will keep doing that um, in the future to come. Yeah, we'll just see what the future takes us. Yeah, sky's the limit. Yeah, and we'll we'll try to um, to keep up with the podcast, and I will try to be better at my rusty English. I feel that it's no. Come on, gosh, man, your English is better than mine. No, 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 not right now. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was really fun talking to you once again, Victor, and hopefully we can keep this up, right? Definitely, I'm actually chatting with a couple of folks now. Uh, to prepare for upcoming podcasts we want to do more interviews we want to do more collaborative podcasts with other folks Uh, so we're working on that right now so yeah the only thing is that we're having well I'm having summer vacation Uh, I think it's in one week so we'll see when we will have time to to podcast together and uh, otherwise we'll just you can do it from the beach dude yeah obviously maybe um, but anyway yeah. thanks again and thank you Victor for uh, being my partner in the Crip IO partner in crime partner uh, thank you guys uh, thank, thank you for Johnny listening. and uh, see you next time yeah Crip on Crip on Jag fick ett samtal av en vän som var på kåken. Det blev ett samtal som...